Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Bostecu. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame, and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hi, hi, tigers. We are inches away from the Edinburgh Fringe now, so I've got a funny one for you today. Don't worry, it's obviously also delicious. I'm hoovering with the brilliant stand-up Sakisa. She is in Edinburgh doing her debut hour. Uh, it is called Life of the Party, and you have to go and see it. I'm going to be seeing it. Firstly, thank you for listening to Hoovering. Thank you for telling other people about Hoovering. It's my favourite gift you could ever do me, is spreading the word about the podcast and thanks for telling other people about it if you're already doing that thank you if you're already my patron thank you you're the tits they are people who uh, help me fund the podcast if not entirely fund the podcast if you have spare money knocking about go to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod and you will see all sorts of very cool things including guest recipes exclusive content and cookery videos by me that i will swap you in exchange for your hard-earned money if you haven't got spare money don't worry about that just keep listening please that's absolutely plenty that's also plenty you can subscribe to the podcast you can leave it a five-star review those things don't cost anything other than your sweet precious time also with your sweet precious time i would love you to come and see my new show wench it is at edinburgh and then it is going on tour it's at the edinburgh fringe from the 3rd to the 29th of august not the 15th that's my one day off at 4 45 p.m every afternoon is it afternoon or evening oh, i mean it's some people's morning. Uh, I'm on at the Monkey Barrel venue one. Um, and then from the 8th of September, when I come to kick off my tour in Maidenhead, of all rock and roll places, I'm coming all over the shop from Colchester to Tiverton. And I would very, very, very much love you to join me for whichever one is closest to your house. This new show is a genuine joy to perform. Um, and I can safely say I've put more graft and heart into it than anything else I've ever made before. I've tried to create something simultaneously complex and easy. Like a cake, guys. Like a cake. And I really hope you enjoy it. Please may you come and see Wench. Bring your dads. Let's wake up all of our dads. Tickets to Wench are in the podcast notes and available on my website, 
gmail.com. Right, I'm excited to share this episode of Hoovering with you. Sakisa is so lovely and so funny, and it was just the easiest, breeziest conversation. We're both South London babes, so we went for breakfast in a place called Brunchies in Camberwell. It's lively and friendly and big and delicious. The background music drops off soon after we begin, um, but there's like an energy there, which I'm sure you'll like the ambience of, and be pleased to know that my mic's held up fine and you can hear everything we say. Um, Food-wise, it turned out to be like a brilliant kind of jumble of part gentrified, part old school greasy spoon. Kind of perfect, if you ask me. Unbelievably, we've nearly already spoken about sourdough bread before it was recording, which was a a huge misfire, because that sort of stuff is about as... It's about as on the money as this podcast gets. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that's my one. Yeah. Thank you. Latte. Delicious. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. Latte with the leaf. The breeze is so nice today. Latte Um, with the leaf. Oh, it's cute. I'm going to get a picture. Thank you. Photogenic coffee for you. Um, Yeah, so I... I think we were basically giving sourdough a little bit of a round slagging off. I think it can be overrated. It's I think very... everybody's obsessed with it. I don't understand why everyone is obsessed with it. And it's sometimes when it comes out, it's really hard. And, like, you have to, like, chop into it. Yeah. Like, with a steak knife. And yeah. I'm like, this is not what I wanted for breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is it. I think it's... It's a minefield out there, bread-wise. I think it's, it got fashionable. <laughs> it got fashionable, and so people got lazy. <laughs> um, but my kids will be like, I, so I, this is what how much of a cunt I am. I get a... I've just said cunt, and there's children in there. Um, I get a loaf of bread delivered every week. I alternate normal, like, wholemeal bread, and then next week, Well, then they still do that? Yeah. By who? Like a bakery? Little, little bakery in broccoli called Cooper's, and they cycle it round. I mean, that is actually quite cute. I because mean, number one, you're supporting, like, businesses, yeah. like, independent businesses. And number two, then you get some fresh bread every you week. You get fresh bread every Thursday. And it means as soon as it arrives, it's the law that you have to eat the bum off it with loads of butter. I don't have the bum. You don't like the butt? Do you call it the bum, though? No, I call it the end. The end. The, the end. end. I think it's a... We had this debate recently with a group of mates. What do you call it? And some people, I don't know if it's a northern thing or a posh thing, sometimes confusingly, they're similar. <laughs> some people call the end of the bread the nose. Did you know that? How is that the end of the bread, the nose? The, yeah, like, if you're going to start calling it stuff like the nose, I think you should be able to call it the toe or the beak. Yeah. I might stop calling the it anus. the beak. The anus. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one way to get less people to eat it. Eat the butt. Yeah. yeah. The, do, you like, the butt? do you want the anus? Do you want the rectum of the bread? Are you interested no, in the No, but I, I do bread? think I agree with you that how bread has become this weird obsession. The same with cheese. Oh. It's become its weird, like its own, its own little... Worst, anything people worst decide enemy. they can make their own of. Yeah. Oh, you did a good face. Yeah. People listening could have seen your face. I'm ferreting in my bag. <laughs> but it's because I've, um, I've been organised enough to actually write some questions. Oh, sexy. Oh, God. I hope you haven't said that ironically. Oh, no. Sexy's <laughs> no, my new... No, sexy's my new word. I have no idea. Is it? I, I did, for some reason, just like, I randomly just come up with like, that's really sexy. Isn't that funny like, how that comes up like that? Like, I um. I start saying yum yum in my tum tum just about things I like. <laughs> I'm 39. Tell me something you've eaten in the last few weeks which brought you joy, peace, wonder, satisfaction. Um, oh, chicken. chicken. It will always be chicken. Okay. Um, I had the best jerk chicken in the world. Whoa, where? So there's this place um, called uh, I thought I, I want to say. Jerk. Okay, it's gonna annoy me. I want to say Jerk Island or Jerk Jerk Hut. We need, even if you can't remember it now, we can look it up. Yeah. And we can put it in the podcast notes because we want to give them a bigger. Yeah. So basically, it's next to um, Crystal Palace Football Station. Oh, stadium. Right. Okay. Um, there is a Sainsbury's, and they're next to the Sainsbury's car park. Oh. Um, they're absolutely amazing. They do the best jerk in um, South London. It's Whoa, so that is a big. Oh yeah, I'm saying it. I'm saying it. I'm saying in all of jerk. South London. Um, yeah, it is the best place ever, ever. Absolutely amazing. They do jerk uh, chicken, jerk pork, jerk fish. Mm. Um, tasty jerk. Thank you very tasty much. Tasty jerk. The place is you. called Tasty and Jerk. You, I want people listening to know that actually you just remember that. Wow. 
Neither of this. Wrong table. He looks so annoyed. Um, oh my god, that sounds so delicious. Uh, I love jerk chicken. My missus is vegetarian, so I don't eat meat at home. Um, and if she's away, like my number one, if I'm getting a takeaway, is that. Yeah, I feel like. I feel very lucky to live in South East London where there are loads of options. Yeah. Like, it's never not like, like up there on the Negril for like West Indian food as well. Negril is like absolutely amazing. Yeah. In like um, just on Brixton Hill. Absolutely mm. amazing. So gorgeous. What's the best one? Oh, well, I need, well, Lewisham. I've never had any, I've never had a rubbish one. I've had some rubbish ones in Peckham and I'm not going to say their names, mm. but I've had some, I've only had a great time in Catford. Uh, yeah, there are, there are some like chain West Indian places that I would not recommend. But like, yeah. if you go to the independent places yeah. and have like, when there's an older woman in the kitchen, yeah. he's like, obviously from where the country that she's from. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, then you're like, I don't get. Or if they, if you go to a jerk place and they've got um a drum. Okay, yeah, 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 now you're talking. Then you're like, okay, we're serious now. We're serious. (laughs) This is serious business. Yeah. Oh, it smells so good. It smells so good. Um, uh, Okay, oh, that's a lovely answer to that. Um, I don't know what to get into straight away. We could go for eating growing up. What was eating like growing up? Eating growing up was, um, it was like working class food. So it was Did like, you get cooked for by a parent? Did you have a parent that cooked? Yeah, my mum cooks. Yeah? My mum cooks. Um, I love cooking. Oh, yes. Look at this. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That looks really yummy. Thank you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, my God. My hash browns look really fit. I know. My food is looking quite sexy today. Yeah. I've never had... So, basically, listeners, this is really fun. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy. Thank you, Thank will you. do. Um, this has never been an option anywhere I've been for breakfast before. Thank you so much. I've got... Have you not seen this before as an option? No, I've never had a Greek salad on the end of a fry-up. That is what it is. <laughs> I've got a fried egg, two hash browns, halloumi, some Middle Eastern sausage called suk. 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 It's a salad sometimes when I get Turkish food that um, me and my missus don't know how to say, but we pronounce it... <laughs> 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 Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like C A, and then there's a letter that's not in the English alphabet, yeah, and then I K. <laughs> you just have to point on the menu. Yeah, that guy, that guy please. I'm gonna put some salt and pepper on his egg. Mm. What? Yours looks good. Looks amazing. Lovely, a lovely array of food. And I went. I did go a bit middle class and went with smashed, smashed avocado. avocado. Yeah, I mean it's. The word smashed is what makes it suddenly um, gentrifies it, I know. It? How funny. But yeah, I used to... It was my mum cooking quite a mm. lot. Mm-hmm. And it was like either Bajan food, mm-hmm. which is very different to like typical food that people think about West Indian. Oh, right. So it's not like Jamaican food. Right. It's very different. Or, and, or like things that were like quite easy to make. Like... Mm. Um, corned beef and rice mm. and like stew down chicken and rice yes. um, every Sunday it's a roast dinner um, and then tuna and rice tuna and like, like pasta the simple yeah, stuff tuna pasta mm. she's a classic the old mm. tuna pasta um, I want to know about Asian food and how it's different to well I want to know about it I don't so, know shit a lot of people will, when you say the Western, like Caribbean food, mm. they will automatically go to like jerk chicken yeah. or like rice and peas and like curry goat and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Which is fair play because it's probably the most popular set of food. But mm. in Barbados, we don't have jerk chicken's not really our thing. Yeah. It's more like stewed pork or mm. stewed beef. Um, with macaroni pie. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And then we have two traditional dishes. And the macaroni pie, is that how different or similar is that to um, in Scotland in Greg's where you get macaroni cheese in a little pastry case? So imagine it without the pastry case. Okay, okay. So okay. it is firm and it is set. Right. But it's not so it's not like macaroni and cheese. Yeah. 
where it's all running and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like proper fixed. Oh, fit. To the point where you can cut it into a square. Oh my gosh, it's like macaroni cheese flapjack. Yeah, basically, you can cut it into like a square and it will still be like, if, when it come out the oven, it will be still like slightly gooey in the middle, mm. but it's firm. So when you... So it's like macaroni cheese brownies. Sort of. <laughs> savoury yeah. brownie. Yeah, yeah, Mac- basically. A pasta and cheese flavour savoury brownie. Yeah. But like, uh, we, had two, we have two traditional dishes in Barbados. One okay. is called sauce, which is like... Um, steamed pork, um, and you can they use all of the pork, so that okay. includes trotters now. Nice, okay, great. Yeah, um, I don't eat that. Mm. Um, I can eat the trotters, I just can't eat the rest of it, it's just too much for me. Yeah, but traditionally, that's what I have. I will just have it with lean pork, okay, and then it's served with like cucumber pickle, like we call it a pickle, so it's like mm. cucumbers and peppers and like a bit of spice. Um, along with um, black pudding, which is sweet potatoes steamed in like foil. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's and the pork you have it cold and you have it with like breadfruit and like green bananas and stuff like that. Amazing! So I will, I will eat that all day every day. Yeah. But on a Friday, our national dish is called cuckoo and flying fish. Okay. So that is like um, cornmeal made with water and like um, okra. Mm, I love okra. Yeah, it's great, but it's like chopped up into like the cornmeal. Right. And it's made quite, it's quite sticky. Yeah. Um, and quite, it's quite soft, but sticky. It's like, and, got a, it's like got a gelatinous inside, mm, hasn't it? Exactly. Okra, so you can see how that, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then you, we serve it normally with flying fish. That's our wow. national dish. Yum. And like, because it's Barbados, so it's obviously yeah. an island, but fish is like quite. Yeah, yeah. Easy to get. Yeah, easy to get. But also, it's in a lot of our dishes. Mm. <laughs> Just missed a piece of bacon from my mouth. Fair enough. Um, mm, my breakfast is really nice. I can't remember the last time I had a hash brown that was this like definitively deep fried, and I'm into it. <laughs> like there are some good hash browns out there, and there's some yeah. bad ones out there. Yeah, totally. And this one's really great. For a start, it's massive. Mm. Yeah, no, it's it's really delish. I'm loving it. My sauce is just really spicy. I've never oh, yeah? had a Greek salad on the side of a breakfast before, but it's absolutely great. You need it actually. Everything else is really like salty. Yeah, because you've got quite, the like, isn't greasy it? Greasy and salty and oop, like big round bowl. And then that's all the. Um, yeah, I've got feta and halloumi on my brekkie. Oh, is it? Oh, crap. there's halloumi there and feta on there. But like, all the salady bits feel quite like nice, sharp and fresh and cutting through it all a little bit. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it's so yummy. Have you ever accidentally, or indeed on purpose, eaten anything that wasn't food? So, the first thing that came to my mind was dick. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Deep joy. Deep joy. Yeah, fair enough. Absolutely fair enough. Haven't we all? Haven't we all? And so, yeah, and worse probably. Yeah. And worse. Yeah. <laughs> I eat anything that is not food. My nails. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I used yeah, to bite yeah. my nails and eat yeah. them. God, I've got a really shameful, shamefully unfeminist um, <laughs> admission, which is that I bit my nails as a teenager and a kid. My dad did, and I think I've got lots of like physical stuff off my dad that. You know when you like, oh, I don't know, the stuff that you you pick up and you don't know whether it's nature, nurture, whatever. Mm. Like my, um, I've got like a jiggy leg. Like my leg like goes brrrr, like bounces oh. up and down. I even do it when I'm driving. Oh. And um, I don't know that I'm doing it, but once I was in a, once I was um, working, <coughs> writing in a Weatherspoons before a gig. So she like one of my, <laughs> classy. It's one of my favourite places to go and work before a gig. If like, because like you know what the setup is. Yeah. I mean, I hate the man who owns them, big time. But um, it's cheap. There's Wi-Fi. You know what the setup is. Yeah. Anyway, I was chicken my leg, but I didn't know I was chicken my leg. And this man at the bar was like fucking kicked off and said, I think he shouted like, stop! And I shat myself. I was so scared. Anyway, why is it telling the story? Oh. So, um, yeah, the other thing I f- physically like that, I had just did because my dad did or did because I had the same, like, um, 
sort of fizz, full of physical fizziness, if you know what I mean, mm. from my dad that was biting my nails. And then I went travelling around Central America when I was in my very early 20s. So gap year. <laughs> it, no, I'd done it. I'd done my degree and then was had a, I had a bit of a gap life while I worked out what the <laughs> hell I wanted to do. Um, and then there was this Australian boy called Chris. And I think I sort of half fancied him, basically. And like early on in the friendship, he was like... And it was only ever a friendship, but he was like... Um, he's very, like, lovely and... A nice man, but he was like, oh, one thing that I, I just can't watch. We're having that conversation about, like, oh, I can't watch if someone, like, eats messily, or I can't watch if someone does this at the other side. I can't watch someone bite their nails. And I just stopped something I'd been doing, like, my whole life. I just stopped. I think, you know, wow. to impress him. And I, it, I stopped doing it for about 10 years, but now I absolutely do it again. Yeah. Especially in the run-up to a fringe. Well, One I, way to stop it is to get your nails done, right? Yeah, well, yeah. these are fake nails. Are they? They look So great. I stick on, so I stick them on just to make sure, like, I'm not there just chewing away. Do you do them yourself? Yeah, just stick them on. It's so impressive. Yeah, just get, get them from, like, Primark or Superdrug and just stick them on. Stick them on. Stick them on. Yeah, um, yeah I sometimes get my nails done specifically so that I'll leave them alone for a little bit. And I'm I'm going to do that in the next week. We're, by the time this goes out, we'll both be at the fringe. <laughs> Kill me now. I know. Um, although I'm really, I think mean, it's exciting. Um, I say that, I'm absolutely... Um, my body falls apart before the fringe. Does, um, does being in the run-up to something full of adrenaline affect how you eat at all? Yeah, I think my emotions, mm. in general, affect how I eat. Me too. Like, if I'm really stressed or really, like, something's, like, sad happening going on in life, mm. I just won't eat. Really? Mm-hmm. I know some people do the opposite, yeah. but I just won't eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I won't feel hungry. Yeah. And I think my mum's the same, but mm-hmm. she just won't eat. But she just... I think our body's just, like... No, we just need to preserve yep. whatever energy we've got. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, for me, it can have, like, really... A, it, it's really rare that I'll go to, like, loss of appetite. As opposed to increase. Like, I've got form historically for, like, um, doing the opposite. And, like, if I have, like, an emotion I'm not enjoying having, or just it's just a bit much, like, I'll eat to crush the emotion in the same way that you drink to crush the emotion or take drugs or yeah. do whatever but actually over the years I've sorted that out but part of it has meant exactly that like you were saying like I'll eat if I'm hungry I will eat and I'll mm. eat till I'm full and I'll eat whatever I want but if I'm not hungry I, I won't eat like mm. I hate making myself eat when there's an absence of hunger and actually similar if Grief, and by that I count heartbreak. <laughs> that will like do my appetite in. But the other thing is, it's quite specific. I won't get it before a gig. Like I can eat before a gig if I'm hungry. I get hungry before even a scary gig. But before an Edinburgh fringe, that's the only other time my appetite just goes. I try not to eat before a gig because I just never feel hungry. Yeah, yeah. I say I don't try it. I just never feel hungry to eat before yeah, a gig. Yeah. But it's always afterwards that I feel like I need to Starving, eat. yeah. Because obviously you've, you've put so much energy out on yeah, the stage. Yeah. And then what do you end up eating? Because it's like 11 o'clock where you leave. It's just like yeah. KFC or like yeah, yeah, McDonald's yeah, yeah. or something. Because there's no like decent food at that place. There's no Leon open at 12 no. o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I know. I do hope that that's part of like... That's one of my hopes for the future in terms of eating. Like well, we're lucky enough to live in London, <laughs> but it is that. I think it's got a bit better. But like, I'd really mm. like to be able to go and get. I'd really like for our lives are so like so many people don't work normal hours, like day yeah. hours. I would really love to be able to go and get some sushi or like I don't know, like yeah. something salad at yeah. midnight. So this <laughs> is why when I order takeaways, I yeah. always order like slightly extra. Yeah, because. And I also, I've got, for the last, like, five years, my appetite's changed where I can never Has finish it? a food. Like, I can't finish, like, big plates of food anymore. Yeah. It takes me, like, I feel like my stomach's shrinked or something like that. It's just like, no, too much food. Um, really? So it just shrank itself. Yeah. I just can't eat the same way I used to. Mm-hmm. But I will order enough food that will last me two days. Yeah. So, like, the jerk place I was talking about, mm-hmm. Tasty Jerk you can get a meal and that meal will last me two days that's amazing that's good to know yeah gosh that's so funny isn't it do you think that's to do with like genuinely like you just getting full quicker as you get older because i think that happens to loads of people or 
Do you think you just ate past fullness because you weren't as connected to your body when you were younger? I think that's the, I think it's the latter. Yeah. I don't, Me too. I think when you're younger, you're just like, food, 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 mm. food, food. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah there's Especially like, like back in the day yeah. when it was, like, when I was at school, it was, especially when I was at sixth form, I would leave school because we were allowed to leave school in sixth form. Yeah. To go to, to the chicken the chip shop. Yeah. To get a packet of chips. Yeah. Like a whole like a, a chips. Yeah. Which was covered in chili sauce, mayonnaise, and Fish. ketchup. Take that back. Mm-hmm. I might have a snack at at school as well. Yep. Then at the end of the of school, I would get the bus home with my friends, but we all get chicken and chips for a pound. Mm-hmm. So it was one piece of chicken and chips for yep. a pound back in the day. <laughs> in two in. Um, eat that on the bus on the way home. Yeah. And then when I get home, I would eat again. I was like, yeah. Yeah, because my mom didn't know I ate. So there was this food. It's amazing, isn't it? But also, I think sometimes I was a hungry teenager, man. I was as well. But I didn't have access to, I grew up in Dorset, so there weren't those lovely places to go and get it. Like, there was nowhere delicious on the way home from school other than sweet shops. But, um, yeah, it was. Like, I was like a bottomless pit some days. But but also, I don't eat breakfast. Okay, fair enough. Not yeah. hungry then. Yeah, like, I wake up in the morning and you know how people like, breakfast yeah. is the most important meal in the day. I'm like, no, sleep is the most important yeah. thing in life. Sleep is the most important <laughs> thing to eat in the whole day. Also, I think they've kind of debunked that now, you know. Oh, is it? Yeah. Like, I think um, it depends what you're doing with your day, but, like, there's no reason necessarily to eat until you're hungry. Yeah. Um, as long as you're lucky enough to be able to have access to food once you are hungry, so you're not then getting to a point where you're, like, spinning out or headachey or, like, you know, not functioning because you're fucking yeah. hungry then. If you're not hungry and you wake up, you don't need to eat until you're hungry. Yeah. Because um, I, I will, I won't eat until normally like 11, no, like, I won't eat until like maybe like 1, 12, yeah. 30, 1. So I'm, this is a crack of dawn breakfast yeah, this for you is, at this half is, past 10. It is, it is. Um, Love yeah. it. Unless it's like a weekend and I'm hungover, then I'm like, give me a delivery, order me yeah. a delivery breakfast. Okay, hangover, what are you having? It would be probably a full English. Yeah. yeah. Off delivery. Yeah, I've done that before. That's amazing. But well, I have. Does it come in one of them yellow trays? It comes. Sometimes it depends on where I order because I don't okay. like to order from the same place. I like to try different places. Except that you don't want to phone up and then be like, oh, "We know what you are." Exactly. I don't want that situation to happen. <laughs> the joy of living in London, where we can get a fry up from somewhere different every single weekend. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, I think there's only one place in London that knew what I was going to order. <laughs> and that was because it wasn't breakfast. It was um, a roti place in oh, Clapham. Yeah. That's now, unfortunately, I found out oh, closed. No. Oh, no. Yeah, but they still have one in Finsbury Park. But the one in Clapham's closed. But it basically it will go in and he will look at me and go, yeah. And I'll go, it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, breakfast, I'm like, have lucky enough to be like, if I'm hungover and I can't. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is because I still, my parents live with me. Mm. Uh, I was going to say I live with my parents. That's not like <laughs> they live with me. Um, I will order delivery. Mm. It, will, it will come. The, I'm still in bed. Mm. The door will ring. And one goes, did you order something? And I'm like, maybe. <laughs> and then I'll go and get it. And then she'll be like, you know there's food in the house that you can make? And I was like, yeah, but I'm, I'm too lazy to make it. <laughs> Are you going to make and it? And I'm not going to ask you to make it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not asking you. She should be pleased. Yeah. Oh, and the thing it. is, I'm, she she probably, she does has a habit of like making food and then leaving it. Oh no. Me. Like she was like. Oh, leaving it for you. Oh. Yeah, she'll be like, I've left oh. you a bit of bacon or left you like a, a sausage. And then my dad, there's some days where I will convince my dad to make me breakfast. Nice. And there's some days he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> They sound amazing. No wonder you're letting them live with you. <laughs> they need to go back home. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. <Yeah. laughs> it's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze... Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. 
Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I think it's so interesting to like, the older you get, the more you like... I'm just in tune with like what you want when you want it, but and actually being like, and now I'm a grown up, I'll um, I'll just have what I want when I want. I mean that's so fucking joyful. Not to do that thing of being like, because now I think if I'd got hungry on the way home from something like we did as teenagers, yeah, and then got in and be like, there's dinner. I think I'd be like, I've eaten actually. Yeah. Sorry, I got starving. I, I I had a thing recently where I got to, and it is like there's a little bit of guilt, but also it's just autonomy. Like it does, it, it's. I um, had a gig recently where there was a, a food store that I really wanted to eat at, like really lovely young women that have set up this amazing um, catering company um, called Cranston Pickles, I think, and they do like really cool stuff. Um, <clears throat> and I knew they were going to be like the, the one food vendor at this venue, but I got there three hours early to work on my show and got hungry and ate, and then yeah. when I got there I was sat there and I genuinely had about 20 minutes of going, but you said like on Instagram to them, that you'd eat something there and like and in the end I was like what's wrong with you you're fucking grown up so I just went over and went, I'm really sorry about your ODA and they were like that's okay <laughs> I was like oh god it's still in you from yeah. a kid that thing of being like oh I better sit down and, <laughs> and say thank you and eat anyway even if you're, even if you're done it's funny isn't it but it's I, a lot of emotion I think around that like yeah like food stores for me and market stores are probably the worst and best place for me to be because yeah. I'm one of those people that is I like trying new things yeah me if too. I see something that I'm like I want to have that and I'm like well we're never going to be here again yeah <laughs> let's get everything from every store yeah, yeah, I will yeah. buy everything yeah. from every and then be like when am I going to eat this all now think about this let's plan <laughs> this out the week we can have that for lunch we can have that for dinner yeah I literally am one of the people that will plan everything out but I'm so I, I take so much joy from planning stuff out that I'm going to eat then yeah but I think I'm, that's part of the fun of eating is being like oh I just remember that thing I'm going to eat on Tuesday yeah but also I'm like I will buy something I was like oh you had that in the fridge <laughs> and, and also my mum will cook food for the house knowing probably that I'm not going to be home to eat it because yeah. I'm gigging yeah. but she will still leave it and be like I've left you food but my problem with the food I love my mum's food but because I've had it since I was a kid it's boring to me now yeah. it's too repetitive <laughs> I wonder too- if that will come full circle <laughs> and there'll come a time where you're like I don't know yeah maybe not while you're living with them yeah well I'm just like because she will cook the same thing, mm. whereas I'm, especially during the lockdown, I'm very yeah. adventurous. I was cooking different things all the time, trying to, like, make things from scratch. Mm-hmm. And she's just one of those people that will just cook the same thing over and over again. And yeah. I was like, what's for dinner? And she'd be like, it's stewed chicken and rice. And I'm like, no, I don't want that. And then I'll order a delivery. <laughs> and then she cuts. And then, food. I made food. I was like, well, I don't want your food. Um, <laughs> um, but the one thing that she does make that I can't eat anymore. Mm. So my mum has an infamous banana bread that she makes. Okay. So she's made it since I was younger. It's it's basically like crack to a lot of my friends. Okay, okay. So like if I go to a, a house party or like a party or event and there's no banana cake, people are like, where's... Is your mum right? <laughs> where's the cake? What's happened? Where's the cake? Why have, you, why have you not made a cake? And if I if I make the cake... Do you cake, ever feel like it's not you they really wanted yeah. to party? Yeah. It's the banana cake. <laughs> and, then, 
I can make the cake as well. But people are like, did you make this cake or did your mum make this cake? <laughs> <laughs> That's so rude. That's so rude. I'm like, it's the same recipe. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah. But if I don't bring it, people... Because it's like crap to some people. That yeah, they're yeah, yeah. like, no, I, oh, I, no, need, no. I, need, I need to have this cake. My mouth's wa- I'm really but, full and my mouth's watering at the thought of the banana cake. <laughs> but I can't eat the cake anymore. Why? She makes Sick it, of it. Yeah she, yeah, she makes it every, like, she's made it, like, every two weeks since I was, like, okay, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. born. Yeah, I think I'll be done with that too. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that is, I think you're younger, than, way younger than me, but, like, I think there's, like, a, I think it's a, a thing of our generation. I remember my, it sort of goes full circle, doesn't it? I feel like my grandparents were like fresh out the war and very good at like hated food waste into routines very good at like using stuff up then they came this my parents are like boomer generation who um i don't know like sort of easing out of that and actually the older they've got the more like they've rebelled against that and my generation come back to me a bit like no there's too much food waste mm. you guys have gone nuts now like we need to like rein that in a little bit like um but oh, i don't know i don't know what i'm going for with this i on the one hand i remember saying i remember my dad being like i remember refusing leftovers as a kid and being like i had that yesterday and my dad being like you bougie little bitch not in those words yeah. but like and me, but not at the time think me thinking whatever but just like variety and now looking back at that game you spoil little, you yeah. spoil little shit but um equally like i don't know it's taken them so long to get on board with like recycling and sustainable like food processes and stuff like that that now we're the ones having to rebel all the way back in their faces and explain to them maybe like maybe you better not eat meat every day or i don't know i think those things come yeah. I'm really full circle, but I also enjoy masses of variety to the extent that every partner I've ever had has complained that like I'll make something, <laughs> I love cooking, and I'll make something and they'll be like, oh my god, I love this, and then I'll just never make it again because I'd rather try something new. I'm the same. Um, like I hopefully have a, ba- a bit of balance between like I really love planning, same as you. Like I love knowing what I've got in. And then thinking about when I'll be in in the week, when I'll have time to cook anything, if it's worth, how much it's worth making of it, is there room in the freezer if I make too much? Like, I love all of that. And I actually, like, I resent the fact when work and life means I don't have enough time for that. That's why I really enjoyed the pandemic, because I was able to do those things where I was able to, like, cook every day. I was able to plan how much food I can buy. Yeah. And it's not going to go to waste. Yeah. Because even now, if I try and be like, well, I'm going to do, like, I'm going to cook on a certain day, something will pop up and I can't do it anymore and then, yeah. then that food has gone to waste yeah, and then yeah, I get yeah. cussed because there's food in the fridge that's yeah, been there for yeah, like two yeah, months yeah. <laughs> I, um, I love the planning sometimes I worry I love the planning more than the eating like there's times where I was like the other day I, I made it I was like I'm so now I'm like back working 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 all the evenings now the world is open and we're like previewing our socks off and about to go to the fringe where at least in the fringe we'll be in the same place and doing we'll, our gig will be at the same time every night mm. like um, oh, I, lo- I love it so much that I force myself to get like a fruit and veg box where I don't know what's in it so oh. at least I'll have like a little bit of a spontaneity in my life but surprise yeah surprise mm. what's in it potato yeah there is always a potato in it actually that is annoying yeah I know there'll be a potato um, so I'm not that into cooking with potatoes at the moment I did just get an air fryer for my birthday which has changed our lives <laughs> Well, I say it's changed our lives. It was a present from my girlfriend, and I don't think she'll ever use a different kitchen utensil ever again. She's made macaroni cheese in it. She's boiled an egg in it. She's boiled an egg in it? She's obsessed with it. She's obsessed. She does get obsessed with things, and she's obsessed with the air fryer. I bought one for my best friend for yeah. her birthday a, couple of, a few years ago. And now you've gone to live with her? Yeah, now, yeah, but she, <laughs> she's moved to, she moved to Wolverhampton, now I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to, yeah, I don't know if I don't know if I want to do that to my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But air fryers are like a game changer. Absolute game changer. I Did remember you... going to a friend's house in Weymouth and he had one and then we had like fish and chips. And then the next, I had left, like I said, I don't eat all the food so I always have yes. leftovers. So the next day, I was like, I want these fish and chips but I don't yeah. want to put it in the microwave. He was like, just whack it in an air fryer. I was like, okay. Yeah. Like the fish and chips in the air fryer. They were like, Banged. It's <laughs> good again. It was it's just so yeah. good. It's really clever and it's so quick. 
Mm. Um, and I think, I'll tell you what, in the recent, we just had a heat wave, whenever you're listening to this, and um, to be able to cook something that quickly, that nicely, in a space that doesn't heat your kitchen up, <laughs> was really good. Yeah. I imagine it might get ignored a bit more in the winter when you want like your oven to have pumped a bit of heat into your room a bit more, but no, I'm into it. Say scrumdiddly umptious. Hello! And then you can be in my podcast. Scrumdiddly umptious. Tell me about a food or drink that you hated as a kid but that you love now. Mushrooms. Here we go. Everybody's always got something. Yeah, mushrooms. So was it a flavour or a texture thing as a kid you didn't like about it? I've no idea. I just never... I just hated them. Right. <laughs> I'm not, I just took against them. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> what is, what's your purpose in life? There's mm-hmm. no need for you. <laughs> but now, like, they need to be in, like, my stir-fry. Nice. I love making a chicken and mushroom and leek pie. Mm. I've become bougie like that now. Mm. <laughs> like, chicken and mushroom and leek pie, please. Yeah, oh, it's so yummy though. Get yeah, it right. so I, yeah, I, now I can eat them. I can't eat them like a lot, lot. Like there can't mm. be like 2,500 on my plate. Because mm-hmm. you know when you have like a, a breakfast sometimes and they whack like yeah. 2,200 on your plate, you're yeah. like, I just wanted like five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also... I've discovered different types of mushrooms, like chestnut mushrooms. Mm, I did. I recently discovered, and I was like, "Okay, you are good in my pie. Yeah, this yeah. is a nice different texture in my pie." Um, I still hate tomatoes. Okay. Like I will only eat all their forms. Obviously, not in ketchup. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're purest of forms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, ke- uh, in ketchup they're fine. Um, I can't eat them in a burger, like. Like, if I, if I request that you don't put a tomato in my yeah. burger and I find that you put a tomato in my burger, I'm getting South London okay. on you. Like, yeah, someone's yeah, kicking yeah. off. Like, it's not yeah. happening right now. Like, Got it. Um, so, no tomatoes. I can just about eat them if they're chopped up in yeah. a salsa. Right, right, right. So, right, like, right. if they're, like, chopped up in a salsa. Okay. With enough, like, I suppose, like, onion, chilli, all mm. the other stuff that make a salsa really big. But if it's just, like... Plum tomatoes and a salad. No. Get, get that out. Get it's it the out devil's there. fruit. Let's get, let's get it out. It's the devil's What's fruit. What's the issue with it? Is it too sharp? It's the deception. <laughs> <laughs> it's the deception of you pretending that you are a firm thing. Oh, I see. And then when you bite into it, you've just given way. Yeah, you, you've, you're leaking. An illusion. You're it's leaking. almost like a hologram. Yeah, why are you leaking in my mouth? What is this? <laughs> what and what's this extra? Are you are you are you given birth in with oh, the seeds? Oh, no. What is oh, this? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. I don't like the deception. And like, it's the smaller ones that are always the worst. Yeah. The deception well, I've one. I've learned that. So my ex hates tomatoes, and I'd be like, I've grown this one, this little one, and it's so sweet. This is going to be the one to change you. This is going to be your conversion tomato. And I gave it to him, and he was like, all right. And he ate it and was like, that's the worst. He said it's the worst, because actually it was the tomatoiest tomato he'd ever been forced to have. I tortured him. Why would you do that? Oh, I don't know. That's just, that's just. Like, if you, if I was put into an interrogation, yeah, and they said, they were like, we're going to make you eat 100 tomatoes. Yeah. Or give us the name. Yeah. I'm giving up the name. I'm giving up the name. <laughs> up okay, the name. great. Remind me to never be yeah. in the same army as you. Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea that you could end up on like, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. And they're like, please may you eat this eyeball, this ball bag and this tomato. And you'd be like, I can do the first two. Yeah, yeah. Tomato. <laughs> Let's not do that. No. I'd be like, no. I'd be like, the person crying, no, I don't want to do it. No. <laughs> There's something in that, isn't there? Maybe there'll be a TV show eventually where it's like Survivor, but instead it's just people facing their phobias of foods that other people absolutely love. Well, Saturday Kitchen does that when does they it? do food heaven, food hell, oh, like the yeah, air with the celebrity. Yeah, of course. And I always find it hilarious when they do food hell because you see their faces, they're like, you bastards. Yeah, come on, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah, you'd have to, I think, the only way around that is to acclaim a bunch of bullshit allergies, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> aubergine also is in there. Not a fan. Unless it's fried. Air fried. Around your friend's house. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> I love aubergine and I love tomatoes. I think it's just, um, it's obviously just not voluntary, is it? Well, no. it is and isn't. It sets your heart alight when it comes to that stuff. Um, were you, would you, would you say you're, f- were you ever fussy? And if you were fussy as a kid, would you say you're less fussy now or vice versa? So, I thought, okay, I was brought up with um, salad cream. Oh dear. So there was hardly, I love salad cream. Oh, sorry, I hate it. Okay. it we've got well different mouths. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I grew up with salad cream. Yeah. And my mum, for some reason, never had mayonnaise in the house. So it wasn't until like I went, started going to like McDonald's by myself that I was like, what's this white thing? Yeah. Mayonnaise, cool. Um, so when I used to have my favourite sandwiches in the world were tuna sandwiches. Yep. And she would make them with salad cream. Okay. Um, so I when I started no eating. no idea where this is going and I'm fascinated. So when I started eating like other people's sandwiches yeah like shop sandwiches yeah with mayonnaise oh, I was dear. like I was like why would you do that what have they done yeah what have they done this is not this is not how it's meant to yeah. be so I hardly eat sandwiches in general because they haven't got salad cream in because they haven't got salad especially if it's got tuna like I love tuna it's one of my favourite things to do yeah. but I can't have it if it's like it's amazing no but I also really I have had it and I'm like I can taste the mayonnaise in it I'm yeah. like this is no so I would never do that. Um, also, I'm very picky with the type of sandwiches I have. Okay. They can't have cucumber in it. Got it. Because other people's cucumber. Other people's cucumber. <laughs> you mean as in your mum hasn't sliced it? Yeah, basically. Yeah, got it. Okay. How old are you? <laughs> well, I haven't sliced it. A cucumber that I have not sliced myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They will give you the end bit. And that the bum, the beak. No, the the, no, you cut it off. Or you yeah. had a cucumber that's already been uh, cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you've got that bit at the end that's slightly just been a little bit. It's old. got a bit hard. Yeah, you it, need to get rid of that. No, they give you that in a sandwich, and I'm no, like, no, they do not. That yeah. goes in the food waste bin. Though. Yeah, and yeah, I'm like, no kind of host. And I'm like, no. So I'm very picky with the type of food I eat. Also, egg sandwiches. Yeah. No. 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 Go away. Now. I don't understand why you have egg and cress or egg. Like, why are you going to have an egg and mayo sandwich? Horrible. That's egg. And mayo, which is made out of eggs. <laughs> Amazing. It, it makes no sense. It is heartbreaking. It, I um, don't understand why people do it. A cactus revolution begins. <laughs> They're always going to turn out to be cunts. Of course they were. None of them have ever been hugged. Yeah, well, they've grown massive and weaponized their laser spikes and they're wiping humanity off the face of the planet. Um, they've waited until everyone over the age of 25 had at least one of them in their homes and they have activated. They've become like a terrifying army of cactuses. They're calling it Day of the Succulents. It's an apocalypse. But they've agreed to go back to being harmless living objects, but only if you, and weirdly it does have to be you, unroll and re-roll up all the carpets in a whole carpet world without any breaks, all while singing the new Harry Styles album on a loop, but in Japanese. It sounds impossible, but you do it! You're a hero! You saved the whole world from dying of cactus. Um, warfare. Your award in reality is the adulation of all people full time. You've mm-hmm. gone down in history as a goddess. Okay. But your award in the moment, and bearing in mind you're starving from about 13 hours of carpet rolling and unrolling, mm-hmm. and you couldn't get any snacks because mm. you're singing in Japanese, mm-hmm. the reward in the moment is the feast of your dreams. So this is the opposite of a last meal because you couldn't be happier yeah. and you couldn't be hungrier. So I want to know, in this fantasy situation, it's a lot to take in, isn't it? It's a lot to take in. Basically, I'm asking, in in your fantasy of dreams, if you were the happiest and hungriest you could ever be, what would you eat, what would you drink, and if there's a who, with, and where, who, with, and where, please? I mean, we're going to have to have a whole different episode for that question. Okay. (laughs) I should say as well, this is just your answer now. Yeah. Um, Um, It it will probably be sushi. Yum. Sushi, sushi, all day, every day. I love it. Um, Or lobster. Oh, nice. Yeah, or like a good fat, like jerk, maybe jerk lobster. <gasps> jerk lobster. Have you ever had that? Yeah, I have had oh that. Oh my, what I want. Tasty that. Jerk used to do it. They used to have two places and they used to do um, jerk oh. lobster. So on my birthday for the last like four years before oh. this, before the pandemic, I would have jerk lobster. I want jerk lobster. It's great. So nice. I probably would have a jerk lobster with some macaroni pie. Ay, ay, ay. And who, wanna, who would I have with me? You. 
Me? No one ever says that. Thank you. I was. You can share the jerk lobster. Sell a lung to try jerk lobster. It sounds fit. Mm. Um, it's thank, amazing. Thank you for doing my silly podcast. No, thank you very much for having me. Mmm, delicious. What a dreamboat is Sakisa, please. A maximum dreamboat. Even though we've got a very different taste buds, I need you to go and see her Edinburgh show. It's her debut hour. It's called Life of the Party and it's on in the Pleasance Courtyard every day at 8.25 in the night time. Go, 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 go. Go, go the same day you've seen my show Wench at 4.45 in Monkey Barrel 1 if you want. I'd be fine with that. Also, can you make sure you're following her on Instagram? She's really funny and she's like young and brilliant. So there's like excellent new clips of her very, really, really funny stand up up on there all the time. At Twix underscore Chock 87. Follow us on there too. At The Hoovering Pod. I've recently put a story of a key lime pie up. Can't beat that. Uh, I'm on all of social media at Jessica Fosterkew. Come and see me at Edinburgh Fringe and on tour at my new show, Wench. Um, It's everywhere from August till December. Links to come and see anything live um, that me or Sakisa are doing. And indeed, links to everything and anywhere interesting, including that like tasty jerk and places like that, that she mentioned and that I mentioned throughout that podcast then are as ever in my podcast notes. They'll be wherever you got your podcast from. Please do use them because it takes me ages to make them. Anything longer than a tweet you want to send me or for links to buy tickets to see me do stand up or whatever, go to my website, jessicafosterq.com. You can email me via the website and you can get tickets to everything. Okay, uh, huge thanks to Acast for hosting the podcast. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until in two weeks, happy hoovering. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.